how to quit your job and start a real online business with international martial arts fighter, survivalist, and former pitchman, Bob Yeager. Today's episode is brought to you by AWeber. Email is perfect for connecting your brand to your audience. Whether they make a purchase, read your blog, or meet you in person, email automation begins where the conversation left off. To see how AWeber can help your business and get your first month free, go to servenomaster.com backslash AWeber. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Say someone's starting out, they're brand new, they're stuck in their job and they want to have their first dabble online, where would you recommend they start? Where do you think someone who's at zero should start if they're trying to get into what we do? They want to make some money online and maybe one day quit their job, but right now they just need a little extra money in their pocket. Okay. We'll start with, you know, you said one thing, you know, they want to quit their job someday. Don't do that yet, right? Even if you have a savings in place, keep the regular cash flow coming in until you're prepared to replace it, right? Because I've always followed the model, the kind of 2x model. I want two times my yearly income in the bank and that consistent revenue coming in before I can see financial freedom, basically. Okay, so two years of my annual income is saved in the bank, not to be touched, growing interest. Plus, I have my regular income coming in from my business. Now I know the job can go away and I can do this full time now. That's very stable. It's very secure and you're doing justice to your family by doing it that way. It's a very safe way of doing it. Um, If I was to tell people to start out, I would tell them to start out finding a hungry niche that has a lot of availability for products that they can promote, affiliate products. Build a list and promote other people's stuff as long as you possibly can. For every single transaction you make, obviously pay your taxes and everything, but save 20% of everything all the time and reinvest back into ads to grow the list. Um, That's where I tell people to start is with affiliate marketing, not with MLMs, not with creating their own products, unless they're very specialized in a skill and they can do consulting and, and those types of things. But I'd, I'd start on the affiliate side. That's where I started. I mean, even back 20 years ago in 96 when I was working with Billy Mays, we weren't creating our own stuff, man. We were selling other people's stuff, right? Old school, direct mail, trade shows, platform presentations, phone sales, telemarketing, that kind of stuff, right? We were always selling other people's stuff. And once we had enough data, enough cash in the bank, enough return on our investment, then we started to invest in creating our own stuff from there. Because I think what happens with a lot of folks, especially when they get into the internet marketing field, they spend so much time reading, learning, implementing what other people are teaching They're spending all their time doing that. Now they're kind of like, I should teach how to do some of this stuff. I know so much about it now. And they forgot about the original vision they set out with. Like some of it, like I came online, I was a sales trainer and martial arts guy, persuasion martial arts guy, right? So I had two niches to to just kind of walk right into. So I started in sales training. And then the very next year, I released the persuasion and sales training stuff using my martial arts experience and things. So it was easy for me to walk into those two industries. But I didn't come out onto the Internet and say, hey, I'm Bob Yeager and I'm this guy. 
Nobody even knew I was there for the first three years because I was promoting other people's stuff. I was writing content to, to basically promote other people's stuff all the time. So I didn't, I don't even think I really publicly put my face out there until like three years after I was online. Because I didn't care. I didn't care about the spotlight. And I don't think a lot of people realize that certain industries, if you got good in the industry because you got good at learning stuff, that doesn't really make you an expert at anything. It just makes you good at everybody else's stuff, right? And if you get the spotlight put on you as an expert at that, trust me when I say it, you're going to have a hard time keeping up with being an expert at that if that wasn't what you set out to do. But if you came out because you wanted to sell hemp oil seed or, or you know, stuff that you make at home or, or you know, things that you write about all the time and everything, um, stick with that dream and that vision and that passion. You have to say if, if 20 years goes by and I'm still doing this every single day, am I still going to love it, Right. And if you can't answer that question, you're probably not in good shape. But I think the biggest thing I tell people before they get in online, so affiliate marketing is where I would start, dude. Growing a list in affiliate marketing is where I'd start. But if when you decide you want to start a business, affiliate marketing is not a business. Internet marketing is not a business, right? It's a, it's a way of, of generating revenue, but it's not a business. When you say, I want to start a business, I have to ask you to answer one question. If the internet didn't exist and there was nothing like it, would you still want to start a business? Because I think people believe that what we do is so far removed from the brick and mortar side of things. In all actuality, we're usually busier than those folks are. We're usually always on. We're always thinking about it. We work from home, so guess what? Work is always around us all the time, right? So you have to really, really love always being on. So I always say to people, if, if the internet, if it wasn't a, anything like it in the world, would you still consider starting a business? If you answer no to that question, I want you to rethink starting a business because it's more difficult to start with an idea, a persona, a character, and get it out there in a digital space where there's a lot of noise going on, right? Than it is to say, drop 60 grand on a franchise and put it on a busy highway where everybody's going to stop and eat there anyway because it's just along their route that they're traveling, right? When we, a lot of us started, the internet was that. It was... They called call it the superhighway, right? Put your billboard up, your website, and people are just driving along and they see it. Now, no, it's not like that. But not to scare people because there's methods that make it easier to get in front of people than there were available when I started out doing this stuff, okay? So I think you have to first say, am I willing to invest in making other people money first, meaning selling other people's products, Right? Am I, do I have a budget in place where I can consistently and scalably invest into growing a list? Because you got to have it. I don't care what anybody says. you got to have it. Would you start a business if the internet didn't exist? And do you keep your promises? And that's the big one. When you make commitments to other people within your life, relationships, um, school, work, whatever it is, do you keep your promises every single time? Because if you don't in business, 
you're going to have a battle on your hands. You will get yourself into trouble. So are you one of those people that keep up with your commitments, keep your promises to other people? Because you know as well as I do, man, selling stuff online isn't like, say, having a grocery store where people come in, they buy their groceries, and you probably don't know 90% of them, right? When you get into a certain subclass or sub-niche online, there's communities that revolve around these things. There's characters and personas, and when they begin to talk about you or talk of you or promote you or you're promoting them, everybody gets to know each other in those subcultures. So if you don't keep your promises, it takes one time, and you're known for not keeping your promises. They can eat you alive really quick, right? It's not that they set out to do that, but you know as well as I do. You get to be successful, and you had five friends that started out when you did, and then they start hammering things about you behind your back. And all of a sudden, this gossip starts to spread, right? Luckily, I've never been involved in that yet, right? <laughs> Just wait. But, well, it's kind of like this. You, you remember, uh, let's say years ago when Ben Affleck and uh, who was it uh, he married? Jenny Garth or was that her name? Jenny, Jennifer Garner. Jenny Garth. Jennifer Gardner, that was it. Okay, they lived in a small town, public town, not Hollywood, nothing like that, right? And their lives were very private. They kept low profile. They didn't go to the big Hollywood functions and everything. They didn't become really public about their relationship until they got divorced. And even then, you don't really know why they got divorced, right? You have to be like that as an internet marketer. You have to um, show up, you know, make your appearances, network and make friends, but when it comes to dirty laundry and the gossip and the drama and all the high school bullshit, leave that at home. Don't talk about it online in any shape or form. Not private chats and Skype, private messages. Once it's digitalized, you know as well as I do, it's always out there, right? Someone always so takes a screenshot. That's it. Everybody's, whether it's with their phone or just tapping a key on their computer, right? As soon as it's out there, it's archived somewhere, Right. So when you're in business, all that drama or all the talking down about gurus and all that shit, you're burning bridges before you even get started and you don't even realize it until that fire is just surrounding you and nobody's talking to you and nobody will promote you or anything. If you want to start out and make it big online, like make a decent income online, you start by promoting other people's stuff, building a list and talking well about the people in your industry. When you see they posted something, wrote something, recorded something, created a product that you bought, even if you're not making money from it, talk good about them out there. And that's going to come back to you tenfold. And do it consistently, right? Don't be a brown noser, but if you see something you like, talk about it. If they say something you don't agree with, it, have a discussion about it publicly. Have that discussion with them publicly, right? And say... I don't really agree with your take on that. This is my viewpoint. Could you explain to me why you have that view? They explain it to you and say, oh, I never thought of it that way. Still not my take, but I can see why you would go in that direction. It's a very mature conversation, right? But I made it big offline 20 years ago, and I made it big online, what, 12 years ago now. Because I talked well about others, and when I saw prominent people in my industry doing something really great, but they made a couple mistakes, I sent them a message and said, hey, I noticed that this isn't working, or 
you might want to try something new here. I'd be willing to help you with that. It won't cost you anything. I just really want to see you do the best you can at this. Would you like my help with that? So these small little communities that have grown by leaps and bounds over the past decade. Um, now behind the scenes, it's not like the whole marketplace knows Bob Yeager, right? I didn't want that. No, the people that the marketplace follows knows Bob Yeager. I wanted that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I went to New York one time to see a DJ. And it was a DJ that only other DJs liked. They used to call him the DJ's DJ. And it was great. You know, it was an amazing experience. That's so cool to be the behind the scenes. But isn't that a luxury that we have? We can disappear for a year, right? We can literally just drop off of social media everything for a year and what happens is our market says or our colleagues say, hey, where are you? And when they say that, we say, OK, I guess it's time to come back now. Right. They're asking for our, us to return. And I love that, man. But that's what it that's what I'm talking about is being the expert for the guru. Right. Being the guy that they go to, like back in 2006, all the way up to 2012, behind the scenes, I was known as the marketer for the personal development gurus. Right. I knew so much about their industry and I taught the stuff that a lot of those guys teach just in a different way, right? We all teach the same thing in a different way. Um, but my traffic was better. My list building was better. If I released a product, it sold out within hours. They couldn't do those things. So they, when I went to like personal development leadership conferences and places like that, they're like, how are you doing this? I'm like, well, I can help you with that because that's where I wanted to be to begin with behind the curtain. Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't – they think that you go online and right out the gate, you never have to talk to another human again and you're totally in isolation, like oh, making God. my own spaceship. But it's so much going to events. Like I wouldn't be able to do that right now except for – like when we met, I went to 40 or 50 events that year. I was at an event I think every week for an entire yeah, year. Yeah, I went I, – I've, I've gone consistently one event a year. <laughs> That's usually – but you're right. If you want to be known in your industry, you have to go to industry-specific events. It's just like if you want your videos to be popular on YouTube, you're like, I'm only getting five views, but one video got a 1,000 views. I don't know why this is happening. Go to a YouTube event. Go where those people – that's all they do day in and day out is YouTube videos. They they have their next six months structured to plan all the videos they're going to do and the post-production and everything they're going to do. But most importantly – because they're part of a community, the community rallies around them, right? The community gives them advice. The community shares what they do. The community does guest spots on their videos, right? The boost rankings of each other's videos and things. So if you're like, I want to be a YouTube marketer, then go to every YouTube event you possibly can and be, be present. Let people know you're there, but don't go around asking everybody for advice. Tell everybody what you like about their stuff. They will give advice freely for hours after that. I, re I met um, a mutual friend, Ryan, right? Big tattoo pretty boy, man, right? Wait, <laughs> Ryan Mack? Yeah. You think he's pretty? Wow. No. What a yeah. different first impression. I'll never forget my uh, first impression of him. <laughs> what was it? We were at uh, – I think you and I and him were at a Warrior event and he left his PayPal credit card at the bar and he was freaking out. Remember that? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> He was right. drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I, 
I told him, I said, just call PayPal and report it lost and they'll shut it down so nobody uses it. And then the next day, the bar, the bartender's like, hey, you left your credit card here, right? Mm-hmm. But when I first met him, it was at uh, JV Alert, which I think you might have been at too in Florida, in Orlando. Yeah. And he met me because I, I, the first day I was there, I was suit and tie. I was speaking on stage. I was being sales trainer Bob, right? And he'd seen me and he didn't really gravitate. And then the next day he sees me and I'm wearing a baseball cap and uh, a mash T-shirt with the sleeves cut off, tattoos blaring, and I'm ca- carrying around a case of uh, a cooler of Heineken, giving everybody a beer in the in the lobby, basically. Yeah, because you guys and, are so similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So we sit down and uh, we're drinking a couple Heinekens, and I was kind of done for today, and I left him with the case, right? And that's how we met. That's that's how we formed a relationship, just like that, right? Just being a couple guys in an event with similar interests and everything. But what's funny is, is every event I go to, you know, I what I love is the veterans in the industry, the people who've been around for decades, right? They are just so open to telling you what you need to do. They don't try to pitch you. They don't try to get you on their call. They're speaking on stages, you know, 50 times a year, basically. They don't, they don't need your business. They don't care about that. They finally gotten to the point where they're humbled by their own expertise and enough to say, I should share this with people that I'm around, share this with this younger generation, right? And it's because they're tired of seeing the direction these industries are going into, the money games and the hyped up claims and all these different things. Most people, I think, think that events are, you know, it's difficult to talk to certain people or they're not going to speak to you or you got to buy their stuff for them to even give you any recognition. And a lot of people think it's a boys club. It's not. It's not at all. It's a community of like-minded people that just love to share information. That's what I see this community being, internet marketing. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. To find out more, head over to askbobyager.com.